Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center where you will hear from people who have stories that once seemed hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everyone, my name is Tatum and I'm here with Joey. Hey guys and welcome to our podcast. We are part of the leadership team here at the Dream Center and today we'll be talking with Adam Browning. Adam is a truck lead for our resale stores, and he is also a Opportunity Village graduate. So hi, Adam. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Well, why don't we jump right in, and why don't you begin by telling us um, what it was like for you growing up? It was very, uh, I'd say, lonely growing up. Come from a divorced family. My mom had bipolar, and she was multi-personality disorder, and dealing with that for the past 14 years, it, it was rough. So, Adam, in your story, uh, how did you come about hearing about the Dream Center? Well, the day that my friend came and picked me up from work and said, something's wrong with your mom. So he took me back to the house, and she was lying dead in the yard from an overdose. And that's where you heard about the Dream Center? And then I stayed in that house until they evicted me out okay. and stayed there for a little bit more. And then my stepfather, who I really didn't have nothing to do with, decided to step up. So he let me stay at his house for about six months until I got into the Dream Center because of my stepmother. Yeah. You know, I remember the day that your stepfather came and, and talked to me, and we had some conversations back and forth, and and he was very concerned about you and wanted you to go through our program, and I'm glad that he uh, did that because it brought you into our family as far as the Dream Center is concerned. Yep, me too, because I was addicted to uh, opioids. Me and my mother were doing it. I've lost like three cars getting, uh, what do you call them, title loans and all that to go pay for the drugs. Right. It just it, it got downhill quick. So, Adam, can you tell us a little bit about what your experience in Opportunity Village was like for you? An awesome experience. People that I never knew cared about me. They yeah. showed me the love and compassion, brought me into a life of Jesus, which I never had. So you began a relationship with Christ through your time in the program? Yes. That's awesome. So tell us about uh, some of the people that you met, about them, and about how they have changed your life. Jason and Deanna are definitely top priority. They've always been there for me. Every time I needed something, they would be there, and I just basically bonded with them. Mm-hmm. Could you share a little bit about maybe something that Jason in particular may have taught you about maybe what it looked like to follow Jesus as a man? Or Yes, all the time. Know. We'd read the Bible together. Yeah. We'd always be together. He almost like, like, was he almost like a mentor for you? More like a brother. A brother. That's I awesome. love him to death. Yeah, and now you guys get to work together closely on the truck, which is super awesome. Can you tell us about something that you experienced while you were in Opportunity Village that really stands out to you? Maybe an experience that happened, and um, maybe it was life-changing. Well, that would be going to your classes, because I never experienced that before. Right, right. What class was that? You remember? Oh. I'm putting you on the spot. Nope. I forgot. I think that was a that was the celebrate recovery classes. There was another one too where we had to read the uh, the book. Right. Also. Yeah, that was I think the men's uh, Bible study that yep, we did. I like that yep. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those times. 
So why was that class so impactful for you? Give just, us some more. Just telling me the life and experience of Jesus Christ, which I really didn't know when I was living with my mom because I was too busy on drugs and trying to take care of her, trying to go to work. I went to work several times high because I just, we needed money. Yeah. So tell us about a little bit about your job and what you're doing now at the Dream Center. What's that, what's that like? What do you do? I love it. I love riding on the truck, getting furniture, talking to different people that I don't know, getting new friends that I've never had before. I'm always getting customers coming up to me saying, hey, I know you. It's, it's awesome. So it's been a really relational Very. position for you, it sounds like. And you've been able to you know, work alongside Jason and, and Ivan and people that you, know, you serve with. Um, so what is that like getting to work alongside them? You know, what it, what is your favorite part about your job? Being on the truck and going to different people's houses and meeting different people. I yeah. love it. Do you have an experience where you met somebody and maybe you got to know them through that, that experience? Yes. Could you tell us about that event? I went to their house and she, I think, lost her, her father. Me and her started talking. I told her about me and my mom, and we just fell, you know, the friendship after that. That's awesome. That's awesome how that happens. People need to, you know, talk to people. And I know I've heard this about you, Adam, that you take the time to um, to talk to people. I do all the time. It gets on Jason's nerves. <laughs> but the, and and I know there's a job to do, and I know it's it's busy and getting. I can't things, help myself. I love people. No, I, I understand that. And I it's like uh, today, you know, we were doing something off the truck, and uh, you just go on all the time, and it it's 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 fun. It's it brings life to the room, and and I appreciate that about about you, um, and what you bring uh, here to the Dream Center. Like your class, celebrate recovery. I really like that too. It was different. Yeah how how was how how was it different for you? I just never been to something like that, and, and all those people in there. It was just I felt safe. Yeah, I'm glad that you used that word safe because in recovery, uh, we try to make it as safe as possible so that people nobody can, judges nobody, right? And so people can be themselves. That's what I liked about that class. Yeah. So Adam, it sounds like. Maybe in your childhood or growing up, you didn't really have a whole lot of I didn't really have community. a dad. I was basically raised by my mom and sometimes my grandma. Yeah. So when you came to the Dream Center, would it you say that changed. Yeah, you, you saw that um, there's a community of people around here that really care for you. And I know whenever you're in the building, you always yell out, I love all of you guys. I'm you not know. go crazy. Yeah. That's why I kind of look up to Jason as a father figure. I love that. That's we just We bonded so much. So, Adam, would you tell us, what does community look like for you now since you are have been through Opportunity Villas and then when you came into the Dream Center? What does community look like now? That I have a permanent family now, something that I've never had. Yeah. And, and people that are part of that family have drastically made a difference in your life? It inspired me to become something that I wasn't. Can you, what have they inspired you to do? I was lost, but now I'm found. And that is the awesome. love of Jesus Christ that I've never had before. And and you see that every day. Every day. Yeah. Um and and your community follows you when you go to work and, and things like that. How would you describe um 
your work? I love working on the truck, being able to meet different people. I'm always talking to the customers. A lot of them know me and give me hugs in the stores. It's That's just, awesome. It's an awesome experience. Yeah. And and so how would you say that you show love to your community? What do you do personally? Because now you've learned what community is from, um, you know, from being at the Dream Center, being in Opportunity Village. And so now how do you show love to your community? I'm always willing to help somebody or give them something. Like I helped my neighbor out who didn't have a car. I sold him my car for like 500 bucks. Yeah. And now he's blessed. Yeah, and 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 so it you I guess you learned how to have a community. Yes. And and so I I have to tell you I heard a story about you. Um it was a good story. And uh one of those things that was told of me was you like to go out and and grill out outside love there. It. Yeah. I love cooking. And one of those things about I heard that you said was I wish um somebody would come along that needs to eat because I have something I would feed them. You would feed them. Always. Yeah. And you learned that through uh, being a part of the Opportunity Village? Being a part of the Opportunity Village. Yeah. And so, listen, you know, those people that you talked about, you'd be willing to feed and willing to go that extra mile with, I think that is is awesome. Because you never know. It might be Jesus. It might not. But I always love helping people, and I just I can't help myself. That's right. I've never been this way before. Yeah. Until I graduated. Yeah. And that's that is awesome. So um tell me how do you respond um being that your community that you've learned how to be a part of community, how do you respond when you see struggles within that community? It hurts, but I try to help somebody out as much as I can. Yeah. I've let a stranger come in my house before to use the bathroom. I gave her some food and the water for her dog. Yeah, and she just walked out of my house in tears. I just I can't help myself. And I believe, and I think you would say this and agree with me that uh, the Lord has given you um, given a family, me a heart, and given you a heart, and given you a family, right? Especially for the Dream Center people, I love them to death. Right, and and when they hurt, I know, and I've seen this. You've hurt. Nope. Yeah. Like my brother Jason. Yeah. Thank God he's gotten better. Yeah, how what was that like? It, it was every night I was I was crying myself to sleep because yeah. thinking, oh my God, if something happens to him, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, because what 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 do those folks that you've met? You mentioned Jason, and I know Deanna's in that as well. But um, what like are the, Amanda, I absolutely yeah. adore her. Yeah, what what do those folks mean to you? They're in they're they're my true family. I think one thing happened for you though when you came to the Opportunity Village. Uh, I believe you were reconnected with some family. Am I correct with that? I was sitting outside one day smoking a crapped out cigarette, which I hate cigarettes now. I haven't smoked in three years. Yeah. And I was talking about my dad to somebody out there, and uh, 10 minutes later, he calls me. And I I broke down on my knees crying. I couldn't believe it. Right. It shocked me. Yeah. And after that, we... I'm going to see him Sunday, so I'm excited. You're going to see that. And you've also been saw my grandma, too. Yeah, and you've also gone to Florida, too, for family yep. there, too, right? My grandma lives in St. Augustine. Yeah. And, and you tell me if I'm correct, but you reconnected with them. And yep, everybody down there. Yeah, through that um, opportunity, being part of the village. And how's your dad? 
my real dad, he's excited for me. He says, you, you're totally awesome. I cannot believe that you got a raise and a promotion. Just keep, keep it up, son. And that, that touched me. Yeah. Cause we really didn't have a childhood relationship. Right. Right. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be able to go and, and see him and, and talk to him. I think that's, I think it's going to be awesome. awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like your time in Opportunity Village was just truly the Lord restoring so much to you. And, you know, you, you gave your life to Christ and you've been pursuing Jesus and, and all that you do. And I know that you, you know, in your job now, take every opportunity to talk about the Lord and just, you said you're super relational. And I, I think that that's a gift from, from the Lord. So you get to, to use what you feel God has given you through the Dream Center, through Opportunity Village, um, for the sake of God's glory. And, and that's really awesome, Adam. I mean, that's a ministry in and of itself. And you guys are a very vital part of the operations here at the Dream Center of going and getting donations and being, you know, the first face that a lot of people see when it comes to the store. So that's great. You know, I hear, um, I think, and Tatum would agree, we hear around the office and uh, a good bit phone calls coming in of um, about how people are bragging on that, as Tatum said, that first initial um, introduction to the Dream Center and that you guys have when you're out on the truck and they call us and they say, these guys did an awesome thing. You know, they, they're very conversational. As you said, they're very nice um, and they go above and beyond. And that speaks volumes for you, Adam. You have to. It's your job. You're right. It is and your you job. And ha- you have to love people, and I, I do. Yeah. Why Why is it that you love people so much? I just, I don't know. God just opened my heart up. Yeah. Did you Have you always been that way? Never. Never? Used to be a loner. Like, when I lived with my mom, I just stayed in my room and played video games. Yeah. I just didn't care. But that, now, I wouldn't do it ever again. Yeah. And that shows you how much that... Um, when Christ comes into our lives, how much he changes us. He opened my heart. He opened your heart. And, and you know, he's also given you people that he's like Jason and Deanna and, and um, Debbie. Debbie and Tyler and people like that that um, are there uh, when you need them. And friends uh, to the end, right? Right, forever. Uh, yeah. So, Adam, what would you say to someone who is – Maybe in a point where they just feel really discouraged, or they feel lonely, like you were saying, you were once you were once a loner. You were saying that. Um, what would you say to somebody who might be feeling those things, and they may need some encouragement? What would be something you would say to them to they maybe encourage need, them? I would tell them they need to get on their knees, talk to God, and ask them, ask Him what they need to do in their life. Yeah, and He He will help them, mm-hmm. no matter what. You know, I can. I can see that you believe that, that no matter what, no matter what, God will be there to help him. And you know, there might be people that are listening right now because we do call this stories of hope. And and I believe, Adam, that your story is one of a hope that um, is, God's not finished writing your story. And, and I've seen him uh, take you uh, from coming in. And I remember when you walked into Opportunity Village, um, and I think you'd be in agreement. You were broken at that point. I was. Yeah. And then I've seen how God has just step by step taken you to a point where he's uh, changing your life. And I think that is, I think that's what God wants to do for every one of us. He wants to rewrite our story. And you know the exciting part? He's not done writing. Not ours. done. Your chapter is not done. That's right. Until he says it is. That's right. 
And, you know, I think it's great that, you know, you're excited about going to see your dad in a couple of days and, and um, just what he's doing there. And how long has it been since you've seen him? Well, the first time was 18 years. 18 years. And so in a couple of days you're going to be reunited with him, and, and I think that's that's awesome. That is awesome. We are going to be deep sea fishing the whole time. <laughs> I know. I'm jealous. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Adam, you seem to believe that gratitude is very important, and I have seen that um, from your responses here today. Um, and gratitude is something that we ought to all, all have because being grateful for where we've come from to what we have. You have to, so you don't live in the dark, you live in the light. That's right. So why do you think it's important to encourage others who struggle with being grateful? So they can be as happy as I am because it's, you don't want to be depressed all your life. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, uh, being having a attitude of gratitude is very, very important for us. I will bend over backwards to help anybody I can. And, you know, I know that. I've seen that in your life. Well, Adam, I want to say that I appreciate you being a part of Stories of Hope. I'm glad that you joined us today and we could hear your story of how God, as you so well put it, is not finished with your story yet, and he's writing it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you all. And everyone, thank you for joining us today on Stories of Hope. We will see you next time. And remember, one person can't do everything, but every person can do something. Thanks for joining us today for Stories of Hope. For more information about the Dream Center, visit our website at dreamcenterpc.org. Additional resources related to today's episode can be found in our podcast show notes. Like you mentioned earlier in community,